Hey, this is Shannon Kring and Goddess Kring in Seattle. I just recorded a big thing about the virus and that accidentally got tagged on to another episode of my show. So I guess I messed that up. Um, a lot of times I say my opinions, which are very unpopular and misunderstood. And then I say, I'm sorry if this offends anybody, blah, blah, blah. And then people say, never apologize for yourself, Shannon. And then I'm thinking, you know what? That makes me angry right there. Don't tell me that I'm not allowed to apologize for myself. It's like, screw that. Like, those people make me angry. They're just trying to be nice. But it makes me mad when I say something and I'm embarrassed. And then I say, I'm sorry. You know, the current president of the United States, which I call Hitler wannabe number two, he never apologizes for himself. Is that a good trait? No. He never admits he's wrong. I don't admire people who never apologize and never admit they're wrong, but I do the opposite. I'm constantly saying I'm sorry, even if I shouldn't. So I guess that's my problem. That's my dilemma. If I'm a narcissist, I'm the kind that constantly apologizes for her weird opinions. I think that I'm autistic. I say really blunt things, like some people are going to die from this virus. Some people are not going to die from this virus. Some people are going to get a little bit sick. Some people are going to get not sick at all. Some people are going to get severely sick and have lung damage for the rest of their lives and scar tissue and never fully recover, but they're going to be okay and live. Other people are actually going to die. Uh, somebody got upset with me for, you know, talking about death. Um... I just, I don't like how fake people are. And when I say I'm sorry, I mean that I'm sorry if I'm offending somebody. Um, and I have opinions that a lot of people don't understand. So if I had high self-esteem, what would I be doing? Would I never apologize? I mean, I don't, I don't really think it's admirable to never apologize. If you make a mistake or you're wrong about something, I respect people who say, oh, I'm sorry about that. I guess I was wrong. Or, Oh, I'm sorry if that hurts your feelings. I'm just trying to be honest. You to explain where you're coming from. You know, when I say I'm sorry, it means I care about how I affect other people. But I guess not enough to fully keep my mouth shut. I guess some people would say, well, then shut up. Like, you should just shut up. You know, I was kicked out of, um, I get kicked out of a lot of groups, actually, when I'm too honest. Um, I was in a group, let's see, for people with diabetic cats, and they were giving their cats insulin, and then when the cat's blood sugar got too low, they were giving their cats corn syrup, which is bad. And I was like, gee, why don't you just feed your cat low-carb, raw meat, you know, healthy pet food. I feed my cat raw meat that's from the health food pet store that's formulated for cats to be nutritionally balanced for all life stages. So I don't just feed my cat raw hunks of raw meat with no concern for the nutrition that he needs. No, I feed a, a species-appropriate diet for my cat, and I've done a lot of research on that. So I And my cat is mildly diabetic, and he doesn't need insulin because these women online were giving their cats insulin, and then the blood sugar would be too high, and then it would be too low, and then they were feeding their cat junk food like friskies with wheat gluten in it, cat food that has you know, potato starch and wheat gluten and rice and corn syrup and blah, 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 literally feeding their cat corn syrup to get the blood sugar back up. 
And then if the blood sugar gets too high, they would give the cat more insulin. That's actually what humans do. Humans that are diabetic, that get sicker and sicker and fatter and fatter, their doctor gives them more insulin and then they eat more carbs. And then they're like, oh, your blood sugar's too low. You better eat some carbs and sugar. Oh, your blood sugar's too high. You better take more insulin. That is just stupidity. So mainstream nutrition for cats and dogs and humans is just ridiculous. A lot of people go off their medications by eating low carb and eating protein and fat and eliminating sugar and carbs. And guess what? Cats and dogs are diabetic just like humans are, more and more. There's a lot of obese dogs and cats that are diabetic and obese, and that's because of poor nutrition. Don't tell me it's not. So I've, getting, I've gotten into fights with people about this. So I got kicked off that group because the, the ladies were like, you're going to kill your cat if you don't give him insulin. My cat is doing better now than he would if I was giving, because if I was giving him insulin, I would have to be constantly pricking his ears, checking his blood sugar, and torturing him because he hates it. Some cats can tolerate it. My cat will not tolerate me checking his blood sugar every day, a few times a day. So I decided not to do that. I tried several times for like about a month. So I decided not to do that. So my cat is doing well, and he's, he gained some weight because he was a little bit thin. Diabetic cats are usually usually a little bit overweight or a little bit underweight. So my cat is at the right weight right, right now. And I'm not taking him to the vet because it stresses him out. So what I'm doing is I'm keeping him at home and I'm feeding him really healthy food. And he gets to go for a walk every day outside with me on a leash. He likes his harness. So I'm taking really good care of my cat. But a lot of the people in the group were not understanding my ideas and not agreeing with me. And I didn't know how to stand up for myself. So they kicked me out of the group, which was good. And then I got kicked out of this feminist people of color group, this female group. They kicked me out. They're like, shut up. You're white privilege. You need to shut up and listen to people of color. And they had no empathy for me. And they're like, it's not about you. And I even talked about feeling suicidal. And they're like, shut up, white person. It's not about you. And then I said, that's reverse racism. And then they got really mad. Nobody wants to hear that anything is reverse racism. But if you're a white person and you try to speak up in some way and then people, are abuse, people of color are abusive to you, I can see why people of color are mad at white people and white supremacy and all of the horrible history of slavery and lynching and murdering people and killing people and racism and abuse and blah, blah, blah. But what is racism? It's fear. People are afraid of each other and they go around killing each other because they're afraid of what's different. So everyone's afraid of everyone else. And so that's what racism is and classism and sexism. It's all fear of scarcity and rich people and poor people. The rich people are afraid of being poor and the poor people are mad at the rich people for hoarding all the money, blah, blah, blah. So there's all this like fear and anger and competition so this is frustrating. So I feel like, okay, I'm damned if I do and I'm damned if I don't. If I honestly express myself, then I offend people. But if I'm really polite and diplomatic, then I'm being fake. So what's the answer? You know, and I, I, I don't have very popular views. And I am, I canceled my trip to Florida to visit my dad because of the virus. My dad and I are both being careful. We don't want to uh, infect other people in case we're sick because we both have really good immune systems, but we're not, we're not ill. My dad and I are both healthy as far as we know, but we might have virus in our bodies and not know it. 
and that we could affect other people. So we definitely don't want to infect other people. But I also don't believe in over-sterilizing and over-isolating because we as humans do need to build an immunity to this. So there's a fine line between over-isolating and over-sterilizing with toxic chemicals. I'm just using soap and water to wash my hands. I'm not using, I didn't buy any sanitizer. I don't use those kind of chemicals. Uh, I wipe my phone down with bleach water, but I wash my skin with mild soap. I don't get antibacterial soap either. That's full of carcinogenic chemicals, so I don't use that. So I'm more of a natural person, and I'm taking vitamin D and ashwagandha and turkey tail mushroom, boosting my immune system. There's also olive leaf and elderberry that can help your immune system. Um, but you also want to expose yourself to things a little bit, not very much though. So especially because we don't really know much about this virus, so we need to be careful, but we don't want to overdo it, but we don't want to underdo it. So I feel like that the healthiest thing to do is to do somewhere in the middle. Um, and I don't understand the whole toilet paper hoarding thing. My, my style, I'm a member of Costco. So what I do is when I'm on my last six rolls of toilet paper, I go to Costco and I get one case of toilet paper, one case only, which is 30 rolls for $16. And so what I did was I waited until a day where Costco wasn't very busy because some days it's a madhouse and some days it's not. I went on a day, I went uh, last Monday and it wasn't busy at all. I don't know why, it just wasn't busy that I guess everybody was afraid and staying home that day. So I was able to get toilet paper. So I know a lot of people are having trouble getting toilet paper. It's just bizarre. Um... It's just bizarre. I guess maybe I have good timing. I don't know. But I went there and I got one case, which is going to last me a very long time. So I'm not going to get any more. So I don't consider that hoarding, buying myself one case of toilet paper from Costco because it's the best deal. If you do the math, 30 rolls for $16 and they're really, really big rolls. So that's like the best deal in town. Uh, I guess some people can't afford that, $16 for toilet paper. They have to buy just $3 rolls at a time or whatever. Um, it's just sad. There's just so much economic stress in the United States right now. I can't speak for other countries, but in the United States, there's a lot of poverty. This country is kind of like a third world country in many ways, literally. There's extreme wealth and extreme poverty, more and more homeless people. I'm sure suicide rates will go up during this virus. I'm sure more people will end up being homeless. It's really a scary time. But at the same time, I'm doing okay. And a lot of people, a lot of people I'm friends with are doing okay. They're figuring out how to deal with this. Uh, a lot of people I know are still employed and still able to work from home or working at an office in a careful way with limited people around, limited exposure to other people. Everyone's you know, doing precautions, you know, taking precautions. Um, so despite all the bad stuff, there's life is still happening. My cat is sitting in the sun right now in the window. He's doing fine. I'm doing fine. I know I sound like a narcissist. Sorry. There I go. I'm going to say sorry. Okay. So I think that it's okay to say I'm sorry for things that I say because I don't want to offend people. So I care about how I affect other people. But then I think, well, then should I keep my mouth shut? Because I used to be so shy that I would hardly ever say anything to anyone. So for me to even have the guts to express myself, you know, is, is a step for me. So, um, okay, thanks for listening. Just have mixed feelings on this, on this, um, 
on this whole time we're in right now with the whole virus and the, the economics, you know, are really weird here in the United States right now. And this whole, you know, I want Bernie Sanders to be president. Um, and I love Alexandria Oxcavia cortez um, So this whole timing on this whole virus thing seems real convenient to really screw up the election. Um, oh, well, if I was king of the world, I would make Bernie Sanders be the next president of the United States. And we would radically change things for the better. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Have a good day. Be careful.